0: Hello. In this episode, I'm incorporating some feedback from some of my listeners, including adding additional details to the poet and the poetry I'm reading, as well as some transitions between segments. My goal is to keep the podcast short and to deliver, as the name promises, poetry to go. If you have additional feedback on how I can improve your listening experience, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Blake is a poet like no other. The oldest of the first generation of romantic poets, his works span the late 18th and early 19th centuries. He had mystical visions throughout his life, starting in childhood, which shaped his poetic imagination. And while he uses language and imagery from both the Bible and John Milton's epic Christian poem Paradise Lost, Blake creates in his poetry an almost entirely private religious mythology. He was an engraver by trade, and he set his poems in richly decorated designs that make reading them as much a visual as a literary experience, like an illuminated manuscript of the Middle Ages. His infernal method, as he called it, meant his designs and words were hand-engraved on copper, backwards, and then hand-painted after printing. Because each book he published was individually crafted, his works were not in wide circulation during his lifetime. Today, I suppose he'd be considered an artisan. Like so many of his contemporaries, he was inspired by the lofty promises of individual liberty and political reform in the French Revolution, and profoundly shaken as it descended into the bloody chaos of the terror and Napoleonic Wars. This historical context echoes an important framework for reading his most beloved and well-known book, Songs of Innocence and of Experience. This book as his subtitle declares, shows the two contrary states of the human soul. For Blake, innocence and experience are not permanent either-or conditions, but temporary states of being which the individual is free to move between. Innocence is characterized by the usual tropes of romanticism, the freshness and simplicity of children and childhood, a joyful and contented life lived in happy accordance with nature, a faithful trust in the goodness of life and life's creator. However, Blake is not naive, nor does he paint a rural idol blissfully unaware of the darker realities of life. There is always lurking the possibility of a fall into experience. This is the dangerous and destructive state of human life. In these songs, children are exploited or stifled. The world is grim and deadly nature is sick or blighted, yet even here there remains the possibility of redemption. The two halves of the book of songs, like the two states they sing of, are in tension and even conversation with one another. Blake moved some songs from one book to the other over the years, and it's worth attending to that tension and the contrasts they create, and how each state, innocence and experience, shapes the point of view of the speaker in each of his songs. The two poems I've selected for this episode are a fitting pair, the Lamb from Innocence and the Tiger from Experience. In them, Blake explores the power, identity, and purposes of the creator of each of these archetypes. The lamb. Little Lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? Gave thee life, and bid thee feed By the stream and o'er the mead? Gave thee clothing of the light, Softest clothing, woolly, bright? Gave thee such a tender voice, Making all the vales rejoice? Little Lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? Little lamb, I'll tell thee. Little lamb, I'll tell thee. He is called by thy name, for he calls himself a lamb. He is meek, and he is mild. He became a little child. I a child, and thou a lamb. We are called by his name. Little lamb, God bless thee, little lamb, God bless thee. The Tiger Tiger, tiger, burning bright In the forests of the night What immortal hand or eye Could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies Burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art Could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, What dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears, and watered heaven with their tears, Did he smile, his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night, What immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry?